Oh yeah, we actually are live streaming now. We should probably respect our audience a bit more by paying attention to them, even though there's probably no one actually watching this, and we're gonna cut it for the That's live. That's part of the show, right there. Oh, Jane! Sorry. Everything just the viewership just spikes. That's an awesome to walk into. Yeah, she's got a front row of Jane's booty. Yeah, she has a nice dumper, right? She, it's glorious. You're tight, Jane. You're looking good. I'll tell you that. The Lulus. The Lulus. God bless Lululemon. Eric, have you have to you have to scooch. see that video I sent you guys of the yoga pants you have to move of Ian or Ian Bog when he talks about the Lulu uh, the Lululemon pants there you go. and how they're yoga pants and women don't wear them to go to yoga or wait which yeah yeah and which one am I supposed to it use it doesn't matter which one what do you mean do you oh uh, that's if Johnny comes that other one so you can give that to robot Johnny for now. Actually, you want let's. Uh, I'll fix it to make it look. To get it. So, oh yeah, yeah. I kind of did half-ass it there. I get it back into the rhythm of trying. There we go. Let's do that. Oh, I can't believe that thing slid down there. It hasn't been slid down that much probably in forever. That's what she said. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that makes sense. I know. I don't use condoms, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't. I didn't, I've never used a condom, so I don't know what you're talking. You've about. never used a condom in your life. I love these like pre-show. I'm lying. Pre -show, I can't say uh, never. But you are against it. Never pulled out. Very. <laughs> never. I, I can say I never pulled out, uh, which I, I have. I will say, since my vasectomy, why would I ever pull out? That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> that's the. That's why I went through a surgery, right? To be able to never do that again. I remember. I remember when. Uh, <laughs> and I'll never wear a condom. I remember when we were when we were when my wife was pregnant with Ari, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah. Why are you going in me?" I'm like, it's just, "Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? It's a million times better, and yeah. I can't get you pregnant again." Yeah, you can't. Yeah. I learned that. You can't uh you can in the beginning. You can you can get Yeah. You can get pregnant twice. If they got two eggs drop, you can you can uh pop them both. Yeah. That would be like a fraternal twins. Yeah. Do you know that there was one time I was watching a show about these giants and uh, <laughs> like giants in history. And there was one guy who was a giant. He was a giant twin, but his uh, sister was not a giant. All right. Yeah. He was a giant and his sister was not a giant. She got a little less of the juice. Yeah. She didn't have the fucked up pituitary gland. Mm. So it's like having uh, one kid's a dwarf and one's not, except the opposite, right? Yeah, giant instead. Okay. It's just another different thing that happens to people. But giants are sad stories because they have such short lives usually, eh? Uh, especially the, like, uh, some of the historical ladies that were giants are like eight feet tall, but they were, they would die at like 17 or like 19 and stuff, you know? But they look like old ladies by the time they died because they were giant all <laughs> crippled you know like hunched over yes yeah, osteoporosis sad 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 hey uh kevin yes uh i think we should get this thing going all right let's just uh we have uh, i don't think uh 
Johnny Renton is showing up tonight. Well, he's here in spirit. Yep. Literally. And he's also here in mechanical form, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. So uh, we don't need the real Johnny. The real Johnny has been replaced, ladies and gentlemen, by the newest member of the Dutch Hall team. And we'll tell you who he is right after Kevin hits the theme song. Tonight, our hosts for the evening and two time, two time. President's Club Award winner, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Pete Van Dyke. <laughs> hey. Wow, thank you. Thank you, everyone in the Dutch Hall universe. Thank you. Thank you for abruptly giving me the credit or the. Uh, the the attention that I deserve. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get these introductions uh, started real quickly. I'm Pete Van Dyke. I'm happy to be your host tonight in the Dutch Hall in the pool shed in Pine Grove. We're going to give you the funniest uh, podcast that you've ever heard in your life, guaranteed. Or you can continue to give me no money like everyone else except for two people. Yeah. Which is uh, free entertainment, eh? Yeah. That's what it happens these right. days. Free entertainment. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you who's going to do it. We got a cast of four uh, incredibly... Uh, uh, terrific gentlemen here, including myself. Let's start with introductions with the man who's running the board. He's our director this evening. He's uh, He's been my uh, longtime childhood friend. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Kevin Donger Van Dungeon. Donger. And sitting in the co-host chair, this guy, he comes from uh, the GPGA, that's the Greater Pine Grove area, Yeah, <laughs> and he is uh, uh, one of the uh, the favorite cast members of our program, ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce Derek the Beaver Van Hooten. Yeah. Oh, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is my uh, very great pleasure to make uh, his very first introduction to our program. Uh, are you ready? It's Robot Johnny. Robot Johnny, everyone. Robot Johnny. Oh. <laughs> All right, Kev. Wow, wow, wow. See right up at the top. Oh, yeah, Robot Johnny. <laughs> and then, uh, hey, Robot Johnny. And then second row. For, there you go. Hey, hey Roger. What's that? Hey, Pete. There you go. Nice and quick. Hey, Robot Johnny. Uh, welcome to the show. I would just like to say I think that uh, you have every bit of the uh, good looks of regular Johnny, and you're just as uh, charming. He's got a screaming. Yeah, He's got a screaming. Smile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that funny? Yeah. <laughs> he's got some movement in the chin. I like it. Yeah, yeah. He's got some movement in the chin. You know, ever see him do this, Beaver? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, he's got me a little Look bit. out! A little bit. Yeah, this guy moves, man. He's uh, he's on the he's he's not your regular robot, man. I got oh, this thing all rigged up. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll tell you what happens, Beaver, is that uh, every once in a while, Pete gets sad and spends a lot of time alone. <laughs> and then what he does is he builds a robot of a person he knows because he just feels too lonely. And I thought, who better than Johnny? Because he looks like a cartoon character, right? You know what I really think you should do? You should be contacting Elon Musk. Oh, really? I do. So We're getting deep right off the start here. Oh, yeah, we yeah. are getting deep. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Johnny. Because Sometimes he talks yeah, with me. <laughs> and sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he just moves his lips like nothing. He's, I think he's a little coked like he, up, eh? It's like he's chewing a bit of cud right now. Yeah, he's a, he chews gum he's a lot. Just enjoying, uh, he's just enjoying some cheesecake in the back of his teeth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> he is just funny as hell, this oh, Johnny. Yeah. I like him. He's a, he's a laugh riot. Uh-oh, what are you doing, Johnny? Uh -oh, Come you, back this way. You went the wrong way. <laughs> Uh-oh, his arm. Uh-oh. See if you can get his arm up there, B. Just grab him by his glove. <laughs> Check that arm up there. Throw it deep in there, too. Yeah, throw it deep. There we There we see. Sorry about that. He's got a little bit of he's a, got a bum arm. He's been drinking all day. He's and got a little bit of a jerk off fucking hand going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Robot Johnny. Uh, he was been in. He just sits in that. He's been sitting in that chair for a few days. And the first day he was sitting in that chair, my daughter came into the Dutch hall and uh, nearly shit her pants because <laughs> she thought she thought it was a real guy. Eh? That's yeah, what I'm fuck. That's what I'm saying, man. You're like you're getting pretty pretty good at your creativity here. Yeah, you see, his, uh, it does kind of look like Johnny. I had to put does, this, yeah. those sweet juicy lips of Johnny's on there. It's those the, pink lips. It's the closest I've ever seen to it. <laughs> I really hope Johnny would show up tonight, because then he would have uh, he would have exact worn the exact same. Yeah, shirt. we could have thrown a side by side, and it would have been who who wore it better. Yeah, you know, Johnny or the other one. Wonder who's better. Oh, it's got to be this guy, because this guy will actually tell you uh, stories about the dirty escapades that he has, unlike the real Johnny, who just laughs and doesn't actually tell you the details. Robot Johnny's going to go into the gory details of all his sexual ex exploits. Right. I know that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, thank you, Johnny. And uh, so, do um, you think we should... I'm, I'm just going to say, this show, we got a wheel... Yeah, because every uh, sh uh, show is a wheel show in season 10. And we can go through the wheel. Let's just do it quick. Here we got, uh, let's put it together quickly. This, this week's wheel is Weird Facts. Put the fun in funeral. <laughs> uh, would you rather? Who's hotter? I like that. Bang, Mary kill. Yeah, always good one. Uh, WT fuck. And a robot Johnny story, Aww. and we're back uh, back there again. I don't think these are all going to make it. Some of these magnets are starting to get a little juicy. We might have to slowly juicy. spin it and make it. I don't care if anything flies off. That's an automatic one. One we're doing. All right. Okay. So if it flies off the board, then that's the one we have to do, no matter what it goes on to. That's a new rule. And Donger uh, Dutch Hall doesn't have a big liability uh, insurance policy, so if it hits you in the head, it's yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's all right. So that's what we do. Yeah, no insurance. There's no uh, workman's comp because you don't get paid anything. Yeah. We're all doing this for freezies. We're entertaining people, eh? You know there's people out there, believe there's, it or not, that are entertained by this shit. There's imaginary, <laughs> there's imaginary money in that, Pete. That's funny. That someone is making major moolah 
off of our entertainment. Yeah. You think so? I'm hoping so. I wish. I don't, I don't know. If so, someone made money off us, that means we had a chance of making money. I don't think anyone's making money off us, but I think if it was another person doing the exact same thing as us, they would be making money. Yeah. If they were smarter at all the other stuff, that make, helps you make money. I just suck at that stuff. I just don't know how to do it. I still think it's fun to do. Yeah. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? That's the thing. I don't care. I, I think that's the right thing about anything. If you're farming beef, you're a farmer. You don't farm because you you farm because you love farming. Yeah, I just worked the last fifteen years for zero. <laughs> yeah, like it's who you are. I do. It right? is who I am. I did it for zero, and that's why I like farmers because most of them have this like like uh, just this quiet confidence that they know they're they're doing something that's who they're what they're supposed to do. Like they right. like they, they just feel good about it, you know. I never. Uh, that, that's a something that I feel like uh, envious of, you know. Well, and to add to that, what you just finished off on, like, there's if if I didn't do it, there's a hundred thousand other people that would love to do wake up tomorrow and do what I do. Yeah. So yeah, I'd love to. So yeah. I can't complain. Bang your wife. Yeah, I never thought of those perks. That's even <laughs> Wait, well, What were we talking Holy about? Holy shit. <laughs> what were you going Whoa. You said you get to do what he does. I get to do what you do. I was living in your shoes. Yeah. yeah you were literally living in the <laughs> shoes. There. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. I was sleeping. I was sleeping next to her, and I was asking her if uh, she wanted breakfast. Yeah. I had it all going on <laughs> in my head. I think it was a pretty good husband, Beeve. <laughs> in my shoes? When I was in your shoes for that two seconds, yeah. I think I was doing a pretty good job. Yeah. I treated her with you, good res- you with just respect. Said, yeah, you just said, do you want some breakfast? Like yeah, that. I was nice to her. Yeah. I'm telling you, Beav, like, I, I, I feel bad about even doing what I just did because I coveted my neighbor's wife. <laughs> <laughs> but it was only... Like, I did in it, good fun. And I also did it with respectfully. Respectfully. You did and it... And I got to tell you, we didn't even have sex. Yeah, you did it. You couldn't have done it more respectfully. I, I was... I was thinking of the after sex. I, the sex was implied <laughs> in my two seconds of thinking about it. But the, but I was really just the afterwards. Did you like, picture my wife naked? No, she was wearing a sheet. Oh. I could see the top of her tits, to be quite honest. Okay. Uh, yeah, but which is normal. No like, nipple. No nipple, yeah. Just a little boob fat. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, I know what you mean. A little cleavage. A little titty meat. I picture my wife naked every day, so. Wow. Yeah? Yeah. All the time. My one, Yours? You picture your own? I picture my wife naked all the time. That's awesome. Because I love it. Yeah, my wife told me... Oh, I wish I could tell you. The <laughs> dirty. She told me a dirty secret at supper time today. Yeah. And it was like, God damn it, Pete, you sleep through the best things. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, <laughs> well, I don't know if she'd be too mad at me. But she was like, uh, she's getting ready in the morning, you know, taking a shower. Yeah. And then she's like, you know what? I'm feeling a little sore because she'd been exercising. So she thought she'd do a little yoga, but she didn't put her clothes on. So she did naked yoga. That is awesome. Yeah, I know. And I'm sitting And there. you were sleeping the whole time? Yeah, unaware of it going on like inches or feet. She was doing downward dog. Who knows? Who knows? There could have been probably a lot of downward dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't do naked yoga alone. You do that with two people in the morning. I'm not going to lie to you, Pete. You wake me up for naked you, yoga. You uh, spent two seconds in my world. Uh, <laughs> me and Donger me and Dong, me, me and just spent 30, uh, 30 to 60 seconds in your world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you were not getting your breakfast. I didn't even think about breakfast. <laughs> 
I was not coveting anything. <laughs> you were painting the picture for us. Damn it, man. That's I okay, was like, though. next time you definitely got to let me be aware of that. And I think, but man, that's, I, I, that would be my, my, uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun just yeah. to do naked, just to have her do naked yoga and see how long I could go before I, uh, attacked. I, I attacked. I attacked against her will. Yeah. That's how it would go. That would be awesome. You're not going to be able to do it. I, I would like to even to be able to pretend I was like a instructor, you know, huh. like Help off of that form and all this stuff, you know, and really get into the <laughs> yoga part to pretend I'm a professional. Hey, just and like then, off that movie, uh, couples retreat. Yeah. Yeah. And boom, boom, <laughs> boom. <laughs> yeah. But then eventually it's a real boom. It's a real boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also like, uh, if I'm going to do that, like naked yoga would be the way to start. But then um, that's like the entry level uh, fantasy. And then you go to, I would go to uh, yoga pants mm-hmm. and then uh, with a tiny little hole in them, right? Yeah. And then you just. Oh, yeah. You just spread. You rip the hole. Rip the hole. And then you go in the, you ruin those yoga pants. You have to be like, hey, if you ever have a pair of like yoga pants that you're going to throw out because they're kind of yeah. getting worn. But don't I, throw them out right away. Don't throw them out. Just uh, bring them to the bedroom and uh, let me, uh, I got a whole scene I wrote. Huh. And then. Uh, Let's gonna, repurpose those yoga pants. Rip them. Yeah. It's like if, um, like if you get a hole in your sock, do you <laughs> rip your sock off? What do you mean you rip your sock off? Oh, no, I just... Like, if you see that there's a hole in your sock and oh. you're going to have to throw it out, do you rip the sock? Or well, see, I'll finish wearing them for the day, like, even though it'll annoy me a little bit, and then I'll just kind of throw them out. You, you, don't, see like, what, you don't like Hulk Hogan, them suckers open? Yeah. Once you know it's going to be thrown out, I don't oh. take them off normal. I rip them off like Hulk Hogan. It's kind of like those pop-it things that are in the packaging where you know you're going to throw it out, but you got to pop it. Do you do that? Oh, yeah, I just rip them. Yeah, I rip... like feel I, strong. As soon as I see there's a hole in my sock and I'm going to throw it out, I rip the sock off. You rip the sock off. And my wife, when she sees a hole in her underpants, she will uh, just throw the underpants out and I'm like... Let me rip them off. Like, that. if you know you're going to throw them out. I do like your theory behind this one, though. I really yeah, do. Yeah, I want to rip them off. It's the pleasure if you're going to throw it off. Like, if this T-shirt's going to go in the garbage, then I'm going to rip it off like Hulk Hogan, yeah, right? man. Because why not? See, I don't. It makes you feel like a boss. See, I don't, like a T-shirt or something, if it's old and bad and got holes in it, I don't throw it out. I use it as a rag in the shop. But you got to rip yeah, it Yeah, but off. you're going to rip it yeah. before you use it as a rag, you're right? right? So you gotta, you, t- you so can you, turn it into about five rags. Like, so you got a T-shirt. A rag, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're going to take this t-shirt into a rag this is what i would do if i was you i would if you had a t-shirt it was old and you want to use it for a rag what you do is you give it to your wife and you say wear this for a second <laughs> and then uh, then then you just rip it off of her and then, then you just, you've just painted a, a, and it's already, then it goes in the rag bag but there's that extra make, step yeah that extra step before it goes in the rag bag is you make make your wife wear it hey yeah, it's like can you see if your t-shirt that's like the plot of a fucking porno right there yeah, well, I'm. I think I'm. A, I think I have the talent to be a porn writer, but I. Uh, I just don't have the ambition. <laughs> you, 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 sir, can do this in real life, though. Yeah, you make this happen. You just say, Julie, you know, it's how I was raised. 
is that these the rag bag rags need to be you take them properly dis put them on your wife you rip them off <laughs> you bang your wife and then you put them in the rag bag that's how it works I, I was raised rag what you may even use one portion of that rag yeah you might use it to yeah you'll tear off a piece at the end and just give it to her and say yeah mop it up yeah <laughs> do what you do do what you do <laughs> I'm going nappy poop yeah <laughs> make sure these get in the rag bin please uh yep no beaver how do we get into this topic of it was a glorious topic though well we're talking about Oh my Breakfast wife! Beavers. Yeah, yeah. And the confessions, naked, naked and then it yoga. was uh, naked yoga. Mm, naked yoga. We're, I'll tell you, man, I could go on a real naked yoga uh, trance tornado. Yeah, I could huh. go right down that hole because I think they have enough. I think you can go in it. You can do naked yoga search on uh, on a U porn or something. Yeah, and you get a lot of stuff. Oh, probably for sure. Probably there's probably a lot of lubrication involved. Like you know how they like a lot of oil. And you'd be crazy not to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't like lube. You know how I feel about lube. I don't like lube either, and I don't like any kind of additive. It's a dirty lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's fake. It's a dirty lie. I'm just, if you are coming, if you have lube in your bedroom, ladies, you either a have a, uh, a medical problem. Which is okay. Which I, which is you have no control. Go see a doctor. Get that taken care of. They have yeah. different medications that can help, and you get a little juice down there. And if you do need a little <laughs> help, I'll tell you, I'm not the one to judge you here. You do what you got to do, ladies. Yeah. But if you're a regular healthy woman, and you got a bottle of lube on the night side stand, they're not trying hard enough. You are a liar, <laughs> and you're lazy. Or there, or there may be, uh, or there may be. Uh, or the dude is. Or the dude she's banging isn't the doing the or, job. Or isn't doing the foreplay. Or there's no dude. It's maybe another woman and they needed... For the for the instrument, still, it's the same thing. No, if you're going to put something up your wazoo and you need some lube on it, well, you're not doing the proper prep work. You can't just jam the thing in right. there. Well, this hole needs we, a little jimmy jazz. We'd allow, I'd allow spit. Uh, spit is spit is also you're hasty. You're being hasty, right? But I'll give it. I'll give spit if it, if spit's coming from the tap. <laughs> yes. You know, like if you're, yeah, yeah. You know, if you're just doing a little like oral uh, favors and yeah. you're just being a little messy. Mm-hmm. Well, then goddamn it, that's God's loop. Yeah. That is, <laughs> I like that's it. in the Bible. That's yeah. Stuff. You know, you can do that. It's allowable. Yeah, but like a, a manufactured oil-based lubricant. Right. That somebody cooked. You are just not going through the full process to do the things you're supposed to do. You know, if you're just going to try to ram that whole thing in there without giving it the proper, like, little bit, little bit out, little bit in, little bit out, little bit in. Fucking do your job. Yeah, that's what you got to do. You got to, like... You know, the beginning is slow, and then once it's in there, then you can go to town. You can do whatever you want with it. Right. Yeah. It's all fucking naturally. It's all dude. timing. My goodness, people. I don't like lube. I, I, I'm sorry, but I get fired up when I think about it. Me yeah. too. Fucking pay attention. He's got something <laughs> yeah. he's saying here. God damn it, man. Who's using this stuff? <laughs> I don't even think you really need even lube. I think lube would be helpful for the backdoor stuff but I don't think you even really need it mm. none of you're doing none of you're doing it right right who right. does make good lube huh who does make good lube God oh hey old God himself G or uh, 
or God, God. God, the big, the big fella. Mm -hmm. I think that's the best lube. What comes out, whatever comes out of the uh, wazoo there, the ladies have that stuff worked great. (laughs) Eh? That's what it's made for. What is that creamy stuff? It doesn't happen all the time. Just happens some of the time. What's that about? Is that a yeast infection? <laughs> what is that stuff? You ever see that in pornography? You ever sure. see that juice, that creamy stuff? Nice thick lube. What is that? Yeah, that's fucking wrong. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Some dummies think now too. They think that women don't have an orgasm unless they squirt. That's dumb. That's the dumbest thing that's ever. Dumb. It's like dumb kids and never never lived life. Eighty percent of squirt is pee. Tinkle. It does all pee. Uh, they said most of it. What's the rest of it? Is a, a secretion from a woman. Oh, it's that stuff. That's the lube, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that stuff's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on toast. Yeah. But the other stuff, urine, I could do without. Me too. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't need to be peed on. Yeah. You know what I am curious about? You know Peter North? Yeah. He was the load man? Yeah. And uh, he was a porn actor from the 80s and 90s, I'd say, was his peak, you know? Silly string. Yeah, man. You guy had like... Like a silly string of jizz. It was just like a huge rope that would come. Really? Up. Yeah. Huge loads, this guy. The load man cometh. That was the name of, I think, a documentary about him. He could hit that Beatles poster from here. Yeah, the guy had huge loads and he would blast him. He, he had power. Peter North. Yeah, Peter North. Get trajectory on him. Yeah. Yep. And this guy, I think he was Canadian. Really? I think he was from Nova Scotia, if I'm huh. not mistaken. But I mean, it could be a Dutch all fact. Explains the North part. But, yeah, but anyways, Peter North said he would never give away his trade secrets. Is that he has trade secrets on how he makes so much jizz, but he would never give it away. He says a lot of it is dietary. Yeah, I can see that. And you have to stay hydrated. Hmm. Right? Yeah, but like a dietary is going to change everything. Yeah, but what's he eating? It doesn't mm-hmm. say what he's eating. Right, to make it the way. Is it, it is. oysters? A lot of clam chowder? <laughs> you know, uh, what are you talking? Uh, Pineapple juice? Yogurt? Like, <laughs> like all stuff is going to make good yes. jizz, eh? Good jizz. I don't know, but Peter North did it. He figured it out, the formula for making a huge batch. And I just think that's an awesome talent. The guy's known for it. For me, it's like the guy's kinda... known for it. His legacy on this earth is big loads. And they would slow-mo them across the screen? Yeah. Really? Yep. Oh, man, it's awesome. You it... should watch some Peter North videos. After the show, we should just watch some Peter North highlights and just <laughs> watch these ropes <laughs> fly out of them. It's ridiculous. Yep. But it's, uh, it's actually like... Like one of these things, it's like going to this, it's going to like the circus and watching something spectacular, you're like a freak show, you know. You're just watching something that you, you're not going to see in in life. It's it's so one in a million, and uh, but this guy is just blowing huge loads. That's his talent. Can you imagine that though? Like you're like uh, and and some s- sad saps in a fucking pool shed know your name as, and refer you to as the rope guy. Oh yeah. Like, oh like, man, this guy clearly you've twenty years later yeah and i heard uh, my one friend went to he said peter north was went was in his town where his university was in nova scotia wolfville you know and he said uh, peter north came out to the bar and uh 
I'll ever want to bang him because he was a porn star. He was like a web slinger. It's like Spidey. It's crazy, Beef. I no can't believe you than, haven't heard of Peter. No Garth. different than like Ron Jeremy, right? They all oh. like the ugly motherfucker that everybody want, all the women wanted to see his rope. Like, yeah, Peter. Uh, Peter North was uh he wasn't unattractive he's kind of like a monkey oh, <laughs> and he was in good shape he kept himself in good shape what i'm saying is is he had a characteristic that oh yeah they want to uh-huh. they want to see the load if you're the one that if you're the best in the world at blowing loads yeah then the girl want to wants it. to see the load like if you're like the if you if you're like the guy in with in the world with the biggest cock and you're branded as like you know you're like what's that name of that guy uh, uh, that Boogie Nights was based on. Oh, that, well, Derek Diggler was Boogie Nights, but I don't yeah. remember who. Uh, it was uh, John Holmes. Yeah, John Holmes. Is and, that what it was based on? Yeah, yeah, the real John Holmes, and he had like a huge cock, right? And um, and so like once you're known for the guy with the huge cock, if you're at a party, like girls are gonna say like, "Can I see your huge cock?" Right, or can I experience it? Yeah. Hmm. They were going to be curious, right? Right. Yeah. Also, if you're a giant, I think there's a bit of curiosity on what your dick looks like. Yeah. And also, if you're a little person, I think women have a little curiosity of what your dick looks Imagine like. Imagine a little person with a big horn. Well, I think Tripod. that's what girls are thinking. Tripod. They're like, does this guy have a big horn, even though he's a little guy? And that curiosity gets those guys laid yeah. a lot more than you think. I think that's the truth. Yeah. A giant with an average horn would just look like a giant with a small horn. Right. Right. It's right. Gotta be, it's got to be proportional. Even a giant with a big horn. Yeah, just look average. It would just look average unless it's a giant horn. It has to be giant. Yeah, if he's got one going down like mid thigh. Yeah. That's a big horn. But you got a giant. Yeah. He's eight feet tall. But like you could be, you could, he would, he could have like a, you know, an eight inch cock on a giant body and it looks tiny. Yeah. Okay. And that's sad for those big fucking giants with their weird dicks. <laughs> <laughs> ever seen a giant dick beef? No. Uh, like no. other than like internet wise. You ever seen a naked little person in like, um, in like a, a, a like a pool a change room or something? No, I haven't actually. <laughs> you ever see? <laughs> you know, like you ever see a little person taking a shower in a public shower? The worst. The worst is, is when you're at a public pool and you go to the change room and there's just a bunch of old dudes in there. Oh yeah, it's just well, that's who lives in showers. Yeah, just old guys with old balls. Yeah, and, and they got them out. Yeah, yep. one leg up on the bench. Yep, telling you, <laughs> telling you a story. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why old people like being naked in public. I'm going to put my socks on and bend over in front of you before yeah. my underwear. That's what they like to do. Yeah, would you you would you ever go to a, a like a Turkish bath? A Turkish like oh, like a public bath? Like a big sauna, kind of swimming pool, like warm hot tub kind of like Wait, that sort of stuff, but it's a bunch of dudes hanging out taking a soak together or having a steam together, you know? I, I've I've not not a pub, like I've went to a public pool that had a hot tub and a sauna. No, but you you know if you knew that there is a club. Oh yeah, no, because they're those based on movies. Those places are look disgusting. A little seedy. And they're always uh, it's it's either from there's like cultures that that I don't uh, understand that are. Uh, 
that this is part of their culture. Yep. Or it's a gay thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, MP, MP, what's, what bother, would bother me is, is when you sit down, you know how you're always in movies, they're always sitting down, right? Yeah. And then the odd, most most of them are have the towel wrapped around them. But then there's some dudes that just have the towel laying over their lap. So their dick is clearly sitting on the porcelain. Uh. Right? So then you got to, someone else is going to sit there. Like, yeah. so it's, you know what I mean? So it's just yeah. a whole bunch of fucking. See like a sweaty ass print and you're like, where do I sit? Yeah. Uh, where do I sit? Like, there's just a whole bunch of fucking, you I know, there's that. been a bunch of dicks laying on the porcelain all over the place. <laughs> In university, I remember we were with this guy. I don't know his real name, but, uh, we called him Coont, and uh, we were in. Uh, we went swimming in their university at a pool, and we went swimming in the pool. You know, jumping off the diving boards and shit, because I guess it was part of our tuition we paid for. It. So you did it. So we're like, let's go fucking swim in the pool, and then afterwards we go in the change room. They got a sauna and stuff. Well, the fucking wrestling team was just finished practice, so they were using the same thing. This guy who's like uh, like a really good national like level wrestler, uh, African American uh, or Canadian fella, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, he comes in. Most of us wore towels and stuff in there. This guy came in buck naked, and my friend Kunt goes. Like a, it looks like a chocolate bar. As soon as a guy comes in, eh, points at his dick and says, "Looks like a chocolate bar." <laughs> and I'm like, "Man, you can't recover from that." Plus, this guy's gonna kill us. Like yeah, he's like yeah. a wrestling fighter. champion. You know what a dummy coot was. Mm. One time I watched him, the same guy, um, Badger, this like uh, piano guy, all night long. He's just sitting by this piano guy. Piano guy's playing Billy Joel and Elton John and stuff like that, you know. And then Coons in his ear the whole night. Finally, the guy stops mid-song. He's like, Jesus, I got to stop. This guy will not stop. He has been asking me all night. <laughs> Knowing he's Eppelin? He's <laughs> 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 a fucking piano bar. The guy ended up trying a bit of stairway and then moved on. And then like, Coon threw a garbage bag over an overpass at a car ooh. on the way home. It's kind of a dick move. He was fucked. He only lasted a semester, I think. Those guys were entertaining, but uh, they didn't last long in university. They were fun while they lasted. First time out of the house, you know? Yeah, hard. Like they, they're just like first time their parents yeah. let them out and they had total freedom. And they did ev- the reason they weren't allowed out before is because they always did stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And then they got out in the real world and they just kept doing real yeah, stupid you know, shit. That, then it was unsupervised stupid shit. Yeah. It was kind of fun to be around, but you didn't want to get too close to it, you know? Oh, as you get pulled in. Yep. Oh, to, the vor- to the vortex. Who knows, man? That guy could be like like a super success now, eh? Like he could, because I knew this guy stole a steamroller, and now he's like uh, he's like advised three presidents wow. on agricultural policy. Really? Yeah, and I knew him when he stole a steamroller. Expense. <laughs> <you know? laughs> like so, that just goes to show you when you're young and stupid doesn't like doesn't doesn't paint, define you. It, yeah, it doesn't paint the picture. No, you got a long life. You can you can really go through. You can really make something of yourself and actually be. Impressive, and also you can be impressed. You can be impressive at the stuff stuff you're impressive at, and be like fucking just dumb as a post. Right, other stuff. Right, that's normal. No one's good at everything. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, you can't know everything. No, like you gotta know what you're good at and what you're not good. Yeah, you know, like if you don't know what you're not good at, 
that's, and yeah, that's, then you're fucked. Then cause you're the, fucked. Yeah, because then you're just going to continue to suffer thinking that you're good enough at the stuff you, you're not good enough at. Fun to talk to, though, those people. Yeah, the ones that don't know. Yeah. I know. I think I'm kind of, at times, I, I'm really afraid I'm one of them because sometimes I just. It get, happens. My ambition beats my ability at times. I just think, oh, I can do that. And then I do it. And I'm like, oh, I couldn't do that. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Let's not look at that for a little while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is hard, man. I got to walk away every now and then, though, from a project. Like where it's just not happening. You, you, you had a great idea and you just walk away for a half hour, come yeah. back and you yep. fucking smash it. Just regroup. Yeah, regroup. Times your balls deep in it. You yeah, can't smoke a cigarette, on. think about it, smoke another cigarette, thought about it. Okay, now I'm going to try again. Yep. Yeah. My brother one time, he was working at my... Um, the my wife's office, mm-hmm. and he had to put we had to put together two shells, and the one we did uh, um, sober, and then the one we did where we smoked a joint, and the one that smoked a joint we had way more problems with, and it last it took us longer, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we uh, hated the first one. Yeah, but meanwhile the second one went together worse. Yeah, it went together worse. But we, the first one was terrible. The whole process, we hung it perfectly. Hated each other. Hated the whole process. <laughs> you know, like we just, we were not comfortable with it. And then the second one, we had no problems with. We had a few problems, but yeah, we got through it. You know what I mean? Like but, it wasn't. But the end product just didn't happen. Eh? It looked the same at the end. Yeah. But one of them was, you know, it did take well, a little I'm, bit longer. I must say. A few I'm, more hiccups, but I mean. Pleasure. But that if we had to keep doing it the way we did it before perfectly, but the whole day like that, we would end up uh, burning out or killing each other. Like, like, yeah, or all of the above. Yeah. Cause it's a little bit, I mean, I guess you have to give up a little bit of quality sometimes just to fucking make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. That's the thing. I sometimes think about like really smart people. They're like uh, high powered engines, like a, uh, like a, like a sports car, you know, like, and, and like a Lamborghini or something. And, but you, and if you were like to hit the gas full on that brain, it'll just, you'll just blow the engine. You know, and then it's not good for nothing. Right. And then so, you have pay, to, so you have to feather it. Yeah, it's a paste to know? everything. Or it'll yeah. overheat or it'll, like, you know, it won't oh, yeah. work. So you can't really, like, just because you can use this, like, a, like a really smart brain doesn't mean you should. It doesn't mean you should at all the, all the time. Not all oh. the time because you'll fucking burn yourself out. Yeah. yeah. You don't use all of it. Yeah, that's why you have to stay somewhat stupid. Yeah. Oh, it's way better to be stupid, eh? Lucky for me. No one says uh, intelligence is bliss. No, that's true. You know? They never say that. They say the opposite. Ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's intelligence? It's going to be misery. Yeah, right? you know too much. Yeah, yeah, you, you know too much. That's the thing. That's what this is. WT fuck? I don't know. You know what you were talking about? We were on, uh, we were watching the Foo Fighters before the show, and um, Beaver's phone kept showing him Foo Fighters shit on yeah. his like, uh, Instagram. Like and randomly. It, like, like you know, you get the random sponsor of this, and, or I suggest you to look at that. We're watching Foo Fighters in the background, and all of a sudden, fucking Foo Fighters ads show up on my phone. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, so crazy. Yeah. So and not once, twice. 
Yeah, and so for some reason, my algorithm has gone to the end of the world, like you know, like the yeah, like destruction and whatever is going to kill us all. So you're watching some shit. Yeah, everything on YouTube or whatever, it all points to like how we're all going to die mm-hmm. anytime. And it's like if any of this is true, and no one's talking about this, we're all like just going to like maybe we don't want to know this because it's just going to happen. I don't think there's much we can do about it, right? But there's a pretty good chance that it will never happen because we only live these like fractions of like our lives are so short in the grand scheme of things but if you live long enough wait let me see Oh, Johnny is looking a little rough. Oh, our Princess Genevieve is actually watching us. Oh, shit. I think you're, I think she might be in uh, LA, la la. Uh, anyway, I can't read because my glasses. I'm so. She says, Have a great show, guys. X. Ooh, that's a kiss. We got a kiss. Yeah, we got some. We got some. That's, that's feedback. Oh, yeah. Damn it. How many X's? There it is. How one, many X's? One. one. Oh, one. Three would be better. That was for Donger. Yeah. I don't know who got it, but it's probably Kev. Yeah. There's an obvious affection with Kev. Yeah. She's not the same with me and Beeve. I know. Or Robot Johnny. She says it looks rough. Johnny, you don't look that rough to me, man. Chew your gum and enjoy yourself, dude. Did you <laughs> Did you seriously staple some uh, uh, chin tickler on him? Uh, oh, that was still left over from Robot Dave. <laughs> There's like the reminiscences of a tickler on him. Yeah, that's why he ripped off the soul patch from, from Robot Dave. <laughs> Yeah, I really had to give that guy a what for. I put him. I put new eyelids on him, and uh, and I put a nose on him. I had to give him glasses and hair and lips. And other than that, he's like. Uh, it's definitely Johnny two point. <laughs> I know it looked more like Johnny than it did Dave. Yeah, Johnny one point five. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. Yeah, he's been nothing but a pleasant guy to hang around with. He's not like Robot Dave. Robot Dave was an asshole. You actually got Johnny. yeah, exactly. You got Johnny looking a little jacked in the chest area. Oh yeah, Johnny. He's working out. Yeah, working out. He's trying to get the ladies, man. He's looking for yeah. love. What do you think, Johnny? Come on, now he's not that rough. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he's beautiful, man. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> that is a good time when you say talk about our princess, John. You're like, well, who's our princess, John? Well, she is our princess because she's a part of Dutch Hall royalty. And uh, she is that because she she supports us on Patreon. Yeah. And uh, you can too. You too can support us on Patreon if you go to patreon.com slash Dutch Hall. Please. And uh, you can join <laughs> the queen, Jen Husko, who's a level two royal. Yeah. Or you can become even an Illuminati member status. <laughs> <laughs> which is the third level status. Third level. And there's also um, uh, corporate uh, sponsorship av- available there if you want to. But that's also just available giving us an email at thedutchhallgmail.com and we will entertain any uh, sponsorship ideas as long as we get something back, baby. Money, cake, stuff, beer, food, Smoke. smokes. What are you making? What can we do? Take you got anything. some doobies? Take anything. What do you got? We'll take it because we are whores. We'll take a new coffee table. And also, if you can't, if you can't, we'll take a new coffee table. Yeah, that one gets with these white rings on it. Yeah. <laughs> Make a coffee table out of a coaster. Yeah. Why don't they? 
What? What's the, the deal with coffee fuck? tables? Nate, you like Why do they make old tables under the coaster? Just make it out of a corkboard. <laughs> Just make the whole coffee table out of corkboard. Yeah. <laughs> he don't never have to put down a coaster, right? Yeah. Fuck, man. The coast, that's probably something to do with the coaster company. So. Is that a still one joke or is that a real joke? I don't know. I think it's yours. It's not good. What's the deal? Why can we have a whole table? It's just a wonder. Like, why did yeah. they ever make coasters? Coasters are stupid. Make a table that is a coaster, and then you yeah. don't need a fucking coaster. Make a table that doesn't have rings on it. You See, know? and I, I don't know what you guys, I love eating dinner on the coffee table. I think on the couch. Oh, better watching than, TV. Better than the table. Way better than kitchen table. Yeah, man. Me too. Like, I spent most of my life, and my wife is a heavy, like, kitchen table person. Like, like either on the island or, but like, come to the kitchen and Everybody eat. sit together. And it's like, no. Like, my kid is even the same way as me. Like, he oh, eats, yeah. he wants his own little table in his room, watch TV while he eats. Good episode of SpongeBob while you're eating. Yeah, he's got a little t- little chair sitting beside his end oh, table. Yeah. That's awesome. Your kid does run his own program. Right? Yeah, heavy <laughs> own program. <laughs> and now, you know what he's starting to do now? Mom! Mom! <laughs> like, from his bedroom and, like, just belts it out. Just like fucking uh, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Meatloaf! Meatloaf! <laughs> Give me some fucking meatloaf. Oh, that's great. Like the other day, like he's like, Dad, yogurt. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, kid? <laughs> like, no. You can come out and get it yourself. Oh, I'm such a I'm such a pushover, man. I've really spoiled my kids. And- <laughs> Oh, I do years. still. I, I oh, I still do it, but I'm. Thinking, oh, it's terrible. I know. I think of it too. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> They're not a, learning anything. They're no, not learning that anything's hard. They're not learning no. that that anything they have to like sacrifice or like suffer through. Nope. Like all the things that I had to figure that I had to do that actually ended up helping me. Like you know, like living with less than you. Yep. Desire for a period of time so you can save money. Right. Like so you can actually use it for something that can get you had like that sort of sacrifice is like loss on these oh, yeah. uh, young a lot of young people and it's my fun. kids included because I didn't fucking make them oh, do it, without you know it's funny my kid doesn't know what like money is yeah he's so young and like we're, we'll, we'll be looking through like a, a magazine or something he'll be like, dad we're gonna get one right we'll get one of those we're, yeah we should get one <laughs> why don't you just get one I'm like oh yeah just just snap my finger you know that you know you yeah know. you know you need one dad we don't have money. Just get some. That's yeah. What, yeah. I know, I know. I honestly don't... I don't know, like, how old you are when you figure that shit out. I don't know either. Like, like some people I don't think ever do. So, I mess with my kid all the time now, and I say... Because uh, he's like, I, 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 need, I need something, or I need this or that. And I'm like, no, you want it. You don't need it. You want yeah. it. Oh, yeah, but he's le- he's learned in a hurry. Now he just says, now I, now I need it. I don't want it, Dad. I need it. I'm like, you just need a toy? You've got a thousand of them. Like, you Not don't need one. nothing. Yeah. He's like, ah, Dad, I think I need it. No, you don't think you need it. You want it. Yep. That's a big difference. Want and need. And once you realize that, then you're like, ah, you know. Then you can learn what you can do without. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's a good. That's the first step. At it. I liked it. I liked the challenge of being cheap. Like I, I like being in university. I had a bunch of OSAP money that sat in an account, but I was like, I can't. I don't want to spend this if I don't have to. 
right? Because mm-hmm. like then I can, when I'm done school, I either don't have to pay as much back, or I can use whatever I got left over. Yeah, but doesn't it accumulate interest even though you have it? Yeah, but you get an interest-free period oh. un- until after you graduate. Oh, it's interesting. Oh, see, I never, I had to make money. Um, I never got an OSAP. I didn't qualify for OSAP. Oh, you get it? Like, you didn't have to pay while you're going to school, and then after you're done school, they gave you, like, so long, and then you had to start paying back. The worst feeling ever is... And the interest when, was high. When you when you apply for OSAP, and then the government's like, your, your parents make too much money. And then my parents are like, we're giving, we're, no, we're not giving you money. Figure it out. Oh, Figure it out. It's yeah. like, what? I got two no's here? Yeah, you tell, you just assume my parents are going to give me money to go to university when I'm in my 20s. That's because yeah. that's how they live their life, right? Yeah. yeah. But then that's the thing they, when I was, uh, when I married Jane, uh, I was, uh, just had finished being a, a kid who was uh, getting OSAP. And then uh, six months later, I'm like, uh, or nine months later, I'm uh, married to a girl who is receiving OS- OSAP. Yes, yeah, so right? you still had to figure things out. And then once I married her, they took her OSAP away because I made too much money. Really? Yeah. And I, you know how much money I made? I made $36,000. And I, like, it was basically like my take home money uh, covered like rent and uh, utilities. The bare essentials. And food yeah and and then i had to pay for like her tuition and equipment and all the shit on top of that and i'm like how the fuck are you supposed to do that yeah and live yeah so i worked weekends and shit and then you just like did it mm-hmm. but it was like so you, you, you heavily contributed to uh, your dr jane then yeah but they told me the guy like i didn't have enough money for anything that i was too made too much money at thirty six thousand to put like a professional through grad school you know like it's like not this day and age that wouldn't cover groceries yeah no. i actually was quite instrumental in the early success of young young jane dr jane but uh older jane uh her success has nothing to do with me <laughs> have you ever called your wife doc Ooh. Hmm. like just like i think i tried it out i tried it out for a while you know because of marlena uh marlena brady or oh. marlena evans from days of our lives i, I knew exactly who you were talking about, about. Talking what about. soap opera it was i can't yeah. remember yeah days of our lives she turned into the devil one time <laughs> and uh yeah marlena <laughs> Because uh, uh, Roman called her doc. Oh, yeah. And I remember... Uh, you just brought me back to, like, when I was a kid and my mother was watching Days of Our Lives every fucking day. One o'clock? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. You have a little... Uh, you have a little uh, Search for Tomorrow, half-hour show. What did that go going on for? Days 20, of Our Lives. 20 yeah. years or something that show went on Another for? Another world. Is it still going? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I think like, it might still be going. It was going on forever. <laughs> Like sans through hourglass, <laughs> and uh, and uh, the worst intro ever into a show. She's but still going, boys. Really, like sans through the hourglass. So are the days of our lives. Still, when I see a cast member from the era of Days of Our Lives that I watched, yeah, Marlena. She's still. I alive? will watch the show. Like when I watch a shitty Roku movie. Yeah. And like Hope Brady, isn't it? Fancy face. Oh, fancy face. I'm I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch that shitty movie. Is that her? 
Oh yeah, that's her. What's her name? Uh, Kristen Joy Alfonso. Christian Alfonso. Yeah. Yeah, that was Hope. Oh, fancy face. Uh, was she married to Patch? No, she was married to Bo. God damn it, I can't. Oh, there's Patch. Patch was married to uh, Patch and Kayla. Hey, he's got two eyes. Yeah, that was just faked. <laughs> they didn't like carve it. Bo didn't carve his eye out when they were in the whatever. <laughs> Some sort of like that, fake uh, merch. Your time like, he died. Oh, remember when Stefano Demera kept dying and then come back to life? He'd rise from the ashes like See, the phoenix. He's dead, right? <laughs> what? He's dead now. Stefano's sure. dead, but now now uh, Tony Demera is taking his place. I hear. <laughs> I don't watch it. Believe me, I don't watch soap operas anymore. I watch wrestling. That's my soap opera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, it is soap opera wrestling. Wrestling is just soap opera for dudes. Yeah, with like violence. With um, yeah, and uh, acrobatics and all the rest of it but it's really just a soap opera but it's really there's no entertainment like wrestling and I'm my kids my daughter's starting to turn where she's starting to see what I see in wrestling really that's a big deal yeah where she can see the entertainment of it what like, she'll never know though is she the, really likes the bad guys like over oh, the heels is, yeah which is what I like <laughs> but like no one will oh, ever know the era that we knew like the Stone Cold Steve Austin and the fucking The Rock like that's when and the Hardy Boys yeah everyone's got I think when you're at a certain age wrestling yeah. means a lot to you uh, because that's the age you're supposed to be watching wrestling yeah and then uh, whatever when you get older you're not really supposed to be watching anymore so all the shit they're making is like seems like it's uh, not as good but it's really just not for you anymore. right yeah <sighs> Is that Johnny? <laughs> oh, the real Johnny sees his uh, replica <laughs> on air, which is uh, really interesting that Johnny has tuned in to see Robot Johnny. Yeah. I wonder if this is going to be upsetting for uh, uh, the real Johnny to see Robot Johnny. Robot Johnny 1.0. <laughs> well, Johnny, maybe show up fucking next time and you won't get a robot made from you. Huh? No. Sorry, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny 1.5. Hey, Johnny. Uh, what do you uh, What do you find is your main goal uh, since you've been a robot? Huh? Getting little luck fucking fights going. Oh, really, eh? You <laughs> tough guy? <laughs> Throwing some knuckies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Old Johnny. He's a lover and a fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Uh, what time is it? 54. All right. We still haven't talked. Uh, what do we do? Oh, if you want to be a shareholder, give us uh, five uh, bucks a year. And you can e-transfer e- that to the chalgmail.com. And if you're a shareholder, if no, if you're already a Patreon, you're going to be a shareholder. But if you're too cheap for, to be a Patreon and you just want to give us five bucks a year, you can still become a shareholder. And that'll get you invited to live events that the Dutch Hall is planning for the later this year. And it will get you free or uh, free shareholder content. So, uh, and ladies, ladies and gentlemen, we love the live feedback. So, uh, yeah, we by have. all means, it's it's created some uh, life to this night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just gonna. You want me? To, I'm gonna. And then, if you do ever want to give us some feedback. Do that at DutchHallGmail.com or we are Dutch Hall on Instagram. That's how you can get us. The good, the bad, the ugly. We want to hear it all. Yeah. All right. Um, Our sponsor of the night. 
Clean flow. Clean, oh, thank you, dude. Clean flow. Oh, my God. I was trying lube to that lube. shit up. <laughs> WT fuck clean flow. Who makes man. good lube? Clean flow. Yes. K L E E N F L O. That's cleanflow.com. Go to see clean flow. It's the only lubrication we support. Yes. Yeah. We are. That lube is. I have no problems with that. No, but don't put it on your pussy. No. Ah. Bust a nut. Oh, that's a new ad. Clean flow. Don't put it on your pussy. <laughs> a little warning. Oh, yeah. my God. They're going to love it. Yeah. Wait till Maddie hears that <laughs> ad, new ad we wrote for him. He's going to enjoy yeah. that. That'll be on a billboard somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you something. I got... Uh, Clean Flow sent me an email when my mom passed, mm-hmm. and uh, professionally on the uh, spiky ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it was like, and <laughs> and it was just condolences. You know, it's, it says like one word. Mm-hmm. I think it's really funny how people grieve. Uh, my mom passed away, and my dad was just telling me a story yesterday about how everyone was going through the funeral line at the at the uh, funeral home. Funeral home. And my cousin Ben, he goes like, everyone comes through, and they're like, you know, like, uh, geez, I'm so sorry, you know, like my condolences, uh, you know, like, uh, I'm really sorry, that sort of stuff. And then <laughs> my cousin Ben just comes up and uh, <laughs> just goes to my dad and goes like. Fuck! Really, I can see Benny doing that. <laughs> yeah, it just says fuck, and like, like he doesn't do anything, you know. But maybe he was just like, come here, <laughs> like you know, like he was lost for words, fuck. maybe. Well, yeah, yeah. It's just it's like, we all get it, and when you know him, it's so funny. Right. Like, like that is Benny. Benny, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's just funny. It's it's so in contrast to everybody else how they're doing and, it. And what was probably <laughs> so much better is that the whole line probably witnessed it. Yeah, and that's how. I mean, and my dad. It was helpful to him. Right. You know, it really was, you know, like, and it was appreciated and it was an expression of his, his sorrow, yeah. you know? So it was all like, uh, totally nice and beautiful, but it's just so funny to me because no one else in the lineup decided to just say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> At a funeral home. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Which is another story my cousin told when, because someone else like, uh, passed out during my mom's funeral and then we had to call the ambulance. Really? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so like sweet, sweet Kelly, she's a nurse, right? So she's all handling it. Yeah. Oh, she, she pulled into gear and yeah, she went right into nurse mode. And then, uh, my cousin Derek, he's like a firefighter and uh, so my, he, uncle, my uncle Ken, they're, they're, they're going into motion, you know, like they're all trained. <laughs> And then uh, my one uncle, he uh, he doesn't have uh, any business there. <laughs> but he was there? And his head pops in. Uh-huh. And my cousin Derek, apparently in the church, goes... Uh, get the fuck out of here! Or like, <laughs> we were like he sees it, my one uncle's face kind of pop in. And he's like, "Not fucking now!" Or like, beat it, <laughs> right? No, <laughs> oh, this was during the church. It was like still during my mom's funeral. Yeah, the oh. funeral service in the church. I thought you meant the funeral home. No, this is in the church. The next day, it was like at the end of the funeral service, and so we're just like kind of all like the priest did his uh, incense thing. Yeah, and he did some chants and stuff too. So they didn't like the like smell of the incense. And I think that's what got him. It was really hot, and then I think the 
uh, the incense, like just knocked him out. It happens a lot of funerals, they say. Anyways, turns out he wasn't dying. We all thought he was like gonna die because he's supposed to be dying anyway. And then, uh, then it turns out like he was fine. So then we could start making jokes. Thank goodness, <laughs> you know, because you're gonna make jokes anyways. Yeah, like uh, my uncle that put his head in there, like he had a list of them. You know, that's why his head was in there. You know, and we didn't even know if this guy was gonna make it or not. You know, that's how ruthless uh, my, my family goes for the joke. You know, and to make it better, Yarms is like, get the fuck out of here. He knows. He knows what this guy's up to, and he's yeah. like, "Get out of here!" You, you know, like you're not gonna, not now, not now. Wait huh. until we know he's gonna make it, and then all the jokes come out. But <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny too, because uh, another one of my cousins had a joke, like right off. Oh, they're like, "What happened to that guy?" And my one cousin says, uh, "I think the priest bored him to death." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh. And like well, that's still before we know he's okay. <laughs> like no heart at all. No heart. Wow. <laughs> just cold. Yeah, just for the joke. Eh? That's why I love my I love my family is that they will always go for the joke first, and it is, and it's funny. Yeah. Because that's a certain quality that like most people don't have the balls to do it because they have feelings for other people. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. But. It's, if it's done with a good enough joke, you got to kind of give it to them. Like, even if it's at your expense, you're yeah. like, oh, that stings a bit, but fucking good joke. That's a good yeah. joke. Good burn. Mm. Yeah, like, um, anyways, so, like, I was, that's what, that was the put the fun in funeral part. I also got a few laughs in the eulogy, which I was told by my family to absolutely not put any jokes in it. Oh, really? The they, were, they were very direct? They said, do not make the eulogy a Pete, Van, like a Pete thing. Oh. They were like, make this. Didn't that, that's a sting there. Don't make it a Pete thing. Well, yeah, it did kind of sting. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and but I, it was the right thing. They're saying, you're speaking on behalf of all of us. Right. You have to. Speak. Not on just on you. Yeah. And so this isn't about you and your relationship with her or like your experience and stuff. You're, you're speaking for all of us. So you have to. So it was more responsibility, but it really did fuck with my head for a bit. And then. Was it that, tough? That was a lot of pressure, man. Yeah, that's what I mean. But like, I, I think about it like it's my mom. Yeah. So like I couldn't trust anybody else to do it. No, that's true. That's what I thought. I was like, I don't want anyone else up there speaking for my mom. And uh, so I was like, my dad and my brother are like, are you sure you can do this? Because like that's not in their skill set to go up there and do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I, I like I broke up once. Which is, hey, that's understandable. And then I made a joke that it was just because I had to say something nice about my brother-in-law, Jeff. <laughs> and then and you got to laugh to get out of the crying. Yeah, I'm you, just you, crying because I had to say something nice about Jeff. And then I got to laugh. And then one time I just, I didn't write the line as a joke. Um, but I kind of see a little bit of humor in the line. Cause, and I just paused and then let my family see the humor in it right you know without really saying the joke just like because it was just like it was a quote from my mom's book where i said um 
then this guy walked on the school bus with broad, and, and this is in her words, he said, with broad shoulders and a, and a slim waist. And my dad has a huge gut, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, when I said slim waist, I just, and then the next line was, and uh, the most uh, intense brown eyes I'd ever seen, you know? But uh, uh, I put a pause between slim waist and the most intense and brown they, eyes. And everybody read between the lines. And then yeah. uh, you could hear the laugh start trickling through. <laughs> and then, because uh, I think the first one that laughed, I think it was my cousin Kyle. And then uh, he was getting hit by his wife. <laughs> not supposed to laugh. So more or less the all the pews were shaking because everybody was holding and then, it. <laughs> and then once someone started, then it kind of like kind of went through. And then I knew, then I made one little facial expression to once the laugh started dying down, I just made one little facial expression. Like, I don't know what this is all about. And then it got another laugh to make the laugh go longer and yeah. that that was just stand up like instincts and uh and uh i know my family told me not to get laughs but i was like how do you not do what you're what you do well and you just broke the ice there on the conversation yeah my fucking yeah. father-in-law's phone goes off at the beginning of my eulogy that i'm doing <laughs> no way and my father-in-law's phone is full blast ringer <laughs> oh, uh, no. his daughter does the same thing in the middle of the night if she gets a text i like spring up three feet out of bed yeah. it's so loud i'm like you have to put that on full blast anyways my father-in-law just doesn't have any reg- regular ringtone his ringtone is uh red bone <laughs> you know uh, that song uh, what's it um um it's uh, the one from the beginning of F is for Family. Oh, mm-hmm. come, get, get come and get your love. Yep. So it, it was uh, come and get your love. So that all of a sudden you hear full blast, come and get your love. <laughs> and I didn't even know it was that song. But afterwards, I was like, I should have known that because my kids always laugh because uh, he shows it off that that's his ringtone. He figured <laughs> out how to do it. So anyways, this phone goes off and I just like, but everyone in the audience is super mad at him, right? <laughs> yeah. As soon as this phone goes off, cause they're all like, feel like, oh, like nervous for me and yeah. sad for me. And then, uh, this fucking guy's phone goes off. And so, and half the church doesn't know it's him. Well, they don't know who it is. They just know that this, whoever did this is an asshole. Yeah. They, they <laughs> not put his phone on silent. And then, um, and he's probably fidgeting, trying to get it to go off and it. Yeah. But everyone's oh. mad on my behalf right. so I just like said oh that's a nice song like something like that to just kind of like show that I didn't care and then that let him off, let him off the hook a bit you know and then uh, they were able to the crowd was able to kind of relax a bit they uh, forgave they forgave which is a good thing you did that because most people would but I think everybody was checking their it was kind of like a little phone check phone check time yeah it was probably worked out for the best because <laughs> <laughs> it was near the beginning but I think those little moments were fun and that because I, I really wanted to give my mom like you know like I'm not good at much stuff but I'm good at like what I'm good at and I like one of the things is like speaking and yeah and presenting voice and then I can so like I, I didn't I wanted to be able to do what I can do for her and then uh, so that's so um, but I don't know how to, but I'd rather do it the way I like to do it, which is to like have some fucking jokes in it. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. you're most comfortable. Yeah. I mean, I can't even talk like, you know, like the Steve Martin was trying to write a book and he was afraid he couldn't write a funny book. And then someone told him just write a book because you're funny. <laughs> like you're going to be, the book will be funny. Right. Like you don't know how to not be funny. 
because that's the way you talk is in funny and you write you'll write in funny you know like because you're funny so don't try and write a book just write yeah don't try to write a funny book just write a book and it'll be funny yeah yeah i think that's kind of the key like uh like i don't even like uh with a eulogy that was like as sad as it could be right i got three laughs and that's all i can remember you know what i mean <laughs> i'm like how do i get those three laughs so that's just like sickness eh at this point <laughs> isn't it ah fucking but anyways i still want to be able to be, do some of myself like i wanted to do yeah but it's really good you did that to to really calm them like the crowd down yeah that, that's because it that's takes a, intensity down you wanted the intensity of the room to come down a little yeah yeah and that guy i wouldn't have been able to do that if i wasn't doing stand-up for years right and it takes talent to do that you weren't looking for a laugh you were looking to calm the to room manage yeah. the room manage yeah. the room and allow them to feel what you were feeling and hear what you had to say yeah that's what that's what i thought was really cool about because you're still just doing a regular eulogy but it's like because i've been doing stand-up for nearly a decade like you're like oh like uh even this eulogy I'm able to like uh, understand the audience better yeah uh, even at it in a church and I think even I think my eulogy was way better than the priest homily the priest no. homily sounded like a recruiting drive for the Catholic church to be honest with you yeah but that's that sounds like normal in these this day and age trying, they're trying to recruit like no other yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. When you get away from the Catholic Church for a while and you go back and then you're like, this is kind of culty, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I didn't yeah. remember it being so culty. Like, yeah. it seems way more like yeah, weird. They, they want money. Yeah. They want money. Why do you need money to make... To, me and Guy are cool with each other. Yeah. Yep. You know, like, if hey, if I want to uh, be forgiven for my sins... Can I just spend some quiet time? Right. You know, oh, rather than go to see some guy in a dress uh, or in a robe that's, uh, you know, got way dirtier problems than me. <laughs> and this priest, he said he was a sinner in my in the homily like uh, three, t three or four times, how we're all sinners. And when a priest says we're all sinners, uh, the first thing I think all the time is not like you. Not like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have... Uh, uh, broke the camel's back more than anybody. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, we might, like, you know, tell a white lie to our mom so we don't get in big trouble, you know? You guys are uh, uh, doing... Like ruining generations of lives, you yes. know, it's way worse sins. Like Quiet. I don't think and we're doing all, it, and they're doing it quietly. Oh yeah, having it covered up. Yeah, man, it's crazy how much damage that does. Because you are honestly fucking up generations, and they just don't. They're just hiding these people. It's like terrible crimes. You can't get over it. Mm -hmm. Anyways, ended on a high note of pedophilia. <laughs> That's what we'd like to do. Oh, yeah. Death, leave funerals, us, leave on a pedophilia. <laughs> well, you want to do a, uh, Who's Hotter just to end it? Because sure. we can do it quick because we don't have to end it. No, nah, let's or just end it on this. Don't matter. Don't matter. I'll do one, two, three. Okay. So, Kevin, you see on sources up there? I can't see that part. Oh, wait. I didn't see that. I don't know how to do that. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do, um, there's like, we'll do a, a wood. There's three teeny, three witches, TV witches here. So this one is uh, uh, the girl from Bewitched, mm -hmm. right? This is Sabrina, the teenage witch. And this is Hermione Granger from mm. Harry Potter. I like Sabrina. Are you right. going Sabrina? I'll go with uh, the yeah. Bewitched broad. So really? really? Yep. And, okay. uh... That's a childhood thing, though. 
Yeah. Well, I, honestly, Kev, I'm gonna have to go with you, but just to make this evening work, I'll bang Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. But I have to be in agreement with you. I do think the bewitch girl. There's always something about her, eh? Yeah. The way she wiggled her nose. Is that what she did? Yes. Yeah. She wiggled her nose and it was hot. We, How about between her, the bewitch girl, and the I Dream of Genie girl? Ooh. No, that's a tough one. I'm going Genie because she dressed hot. That is true, but I'm still going bewitched on that one. Not, not willing to go away. That's all right. Anyways, just a quick little game there. It was pretty easy. I knew you'd go <laughs> Sabrina Beef because she, she fits the profile, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, blonde. I mean, she doesn't have big enough boobs, so, but, you know, given the competition. She's yeah. got a nice. She probably, from nice what I remember, up. she's got a nice set on her. That's probably your, more your youth, too. Yeah. Yeah. Any, yeah and, I think she'd probably be my age. In real life, I probably would, if it was age appropriate, I would be with a girl more like. Hermione, to be honest. This girl here would seem to be a bit out of my league, to be quite fair. Hermione did have a, uh, a, a look to her in those movies, but she's also played a kid, right? <laughs> well, I gave, I gave an old picture, like a yeah, picture when she was a grown-up, at least. Like, like, so that uh, wasn't the kid picture. <laughs> yeah, you did. But um, Yeah, you're right. Still even just knowing the kid's a kid was a kid. Like, yeah. knowing that the Olsen twins were the baby yeah. on Full House makes... You could be Not, with the Olsen twin. You're still in your head. You're like, I think it was in university when well, I, I think was it watching brings, that baby. I know? think it brings him down a notch on the old scale. I've heard just because I don't want to know you as a baby. Yeah. I've heard people say that about the Game of Thrones girls, too. You watched them like, when they were like supposed to be four and five years old, and then the show lasts ten years, and they're... That's you cool. see them when they're like teenagers? It's supposed to be 20 or whatever. Yeah, bangable by the end, and it's like, it's like oh, I just got done watching you when you were... Yeah, not so good. On a rerun oh. here, this would be bad. That's what I love about Days of Our Lives, too, because they would always like go away for a year and come back 10 years older. The best. Yeah, that was the best. It didn't even have to make sense. Nope. <laughs> a lot happens at summer Especially camp. when they're dying and then coming back to life. Yeah. It's the best. The one time they were all murdered, but they weren't murdered. They were taken to a desert island where they were just hidden on the island. Yeah. Like those riders were grasping at straws. I oh. love a good car crash where one body can't be found. Yeah. yeah. Magically. Yeah. Anyways, that's it. That's the show for you people. We did it for the 444th time. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Next week, I'm thinking about calling it the 445th. Ooh, why, eh? not? why not? Why not? Let's do it in order. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. Hit it, buddy! I'm like, I got it. I'm gonna have to go out and exercise. So there's this like, uh, there's this, uh, there's this park in Pine Grove. It's got a tree.